What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Great night of baseball last night. Great night of baseball last night. We had a bunch of home runs, first of all. A bunch of home runs, so I'm going to get into that. That's going to be kind of the um, the theme of today's show. A bunch of players hit two home runs last night. It, it was crazy. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the sibling rivalry, I guess. Not necessarily a sibling rivalry, but... The Seeger brothers faced off for the first time on a major league field yesterday, Kyle and Corey, as the Dodgers and Mariners played. This was 10 years into Kyle's MLB career and six seasons into Corey's. They finally met Monday night in a dream come true. Uh, Kyle plays third base for the Mariners. Corey plays shortstop for the Dodgers. And one interesting thing that happened yesterday is both of them homered against each other. I mean... You can imagine just how how proud their parents must be. I mean, they they interviewed their parents uh, during the game. Obviously, they've been watching their sons play in the big leagues for a long time now. But, um, you know, I I do wonder who they're rooting for. They probably just didn't really care. Just want to see both their sons do well, which is what happened yesterday. So first, uh, Corey Seager went deep, a three-run home run to right field. uh, And, uh, you know, rounding third base, uh, you know, you see a little bit of a smirk on his brother Kyle's face. And then Kyle Seeger follows up with a home run. And then it's like, okay, you know, anything you can do, I can do better kind of thing. Um, But the Seegers became the first brothers to homer for opposing teams in the same game since Cesar and Felipe Crespo did it for the Padres and Giants in 2001. The last pair of brothers to homer as teammates in a game was Justin and BJ Upton when they did it in September 2014 as members of the Braves. But, um, yeah, these guys became the 15th set of brothers to face each other after both have been named to an all-star team and one of 12 sets of brothers to face each other with at least 75 home runs. Although I'm, I'm that last stat you can ignore because it's pretty cherry-picked. I don't really see the relevance there. But, um, I mean, that makes for a fun storyline for this series, for sure. Overall, the Dodgers do get the victory over the Mariners, though. Dodgers win by a score of 11-9. That's LA's sixth straight win, uh, thanks to two five-run rallies yesterday. But um, Dodgers continue to roll. So I'm going to move on to... um, uh, So actually, no. First of all, let's go to Mike Trout. So Mike Trout hit his 10th home run of the year yesterday. And for a brief amount of time, he was leading the majors in home runs. Because coming into yesterday... The lead was nine. He was tied with you know a couple guys for nine. Then he hit his tenth to take the major league lead. Um, he became the first player in the majors to do it. And then um, just as a recap, the Angels got a seven to six victory in a series opener against the Giants yesterday, thanks to a Tommy Lastella walk off blast in the bottom of the ninth. But um, so I-, I said that Trout had the lead momentarily. He did. Um, he, he had 10 home runs, but then in Texas, Mr. Fernando Tatis Jr. had something to say about that. And he would hit his, he would hit his 10th home run as well. And then he would hit his 11th. So now Tatis Jr. leads the major leagues with 11 home runs all alone there at the top. And, um, I mean, he's a 21 year old phenom who we talked about a lot. He had added two home runs yesterday. Barely an hour after Trout hit his 10th, Tatis surpassed him with a pair of bombs in consecutive innings. And 
what I want to touch on is the fact that, so the first home run he hit, that he's hit was just a straight up line drive to left center that got out in a hurry. It got out in a hurry. Like when I say it was a line drive, it was, it was on a line. Second one's a 3-0 pitch. It's a 3-0 pitch there. And um, he swings 3-0, hits a bomb to, to right field, opposite field. And then after the game, this is the part that, that baffles me. Is After the game, now all of a sudden, Fernando Tatis Jr. is getting criticized for swinging 3-0. I mean, Chris Woodward, the Rangers manager, was saying there's a lot of unwritten rules that are constantly being challenged in today's game. I didn't like it personally. You're up by seven in the eighth inning. It's typically not a good time to swing 3-0. It's kind of the way we are all raised in the game. But like I said, the norms are being challenged on a daily basis. So just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not right. Okay, Chris Woodward, I'm sorry, man. But this is 2020. The generation in which you grew up and learned the rules of the game, uh, you know, that needs that needs to be put to rest because it's this kind of mentality that's stopping baseball from being attractive to, you know, the younger fans, fans that are gravitating towards other sports that they consider more exciting and things like that. It's because of sentiment like this. You're telling a young kid who is leading the major league in home run, home runs, not to swing at a 3-0 fastball because of some unwritten rule. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you don't want him to hit a home run there, then why don't you get him out? I don't understand this, this archaic mentality that there are some unwritten rules that players shouldn't be able to compete. I mean, he's a competitor. He's not going to roll over and just take a strike for you. And even even the Padres manager, even the Padres manager said it after the game. And because Jace Tingler, the Padres manager, he knows Chris Woodward, who's the Rangers manager from the time together in Texas. Um, he spoke about it after the game, saying it was a learning opportunity. He said, uh, just to make sure you get the signs 3-0, um, you know, it's a learning opportunity. Uh, you have a big lead, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, you don't need to... I understand, yes, as, as a manager, you're gonna if you give your guy uh, a take sign, 3-0, he should, he should um, respect the take sign. But you don't need to go to the media after the game and complain about it. You take him to the side and be like, hey, hey, nice nice blast, by the way. Uh, but well, you did have the take sign. Uh, maybe next time, look look for it a little closer. But you're not going to get mad at a guy for hitting a grand slam on a 3-0. That's, that's like the one thing about baseball. It's like, okay, if you give a guy a, a 3-0 take and he swings, he better hit a bomb, essentially. He better like hit, hit the ball hard somewhere. If you give a guy a 3-0 take sign and then he pops it up, he rolls over or something like that, that's when you can be mad at him. But a guy who hits a grand slam on a 3-0 take sign, how can you get mad at that? I, I'm just not really understanding. So we need to get out of we need to kill this. We need to kill this uh, mentality, this old mentality that um, there are these unwritten rules. Because that that that's that's from a bygone era. Sorry for um, for the uh, for the emotion there, but I just had to get that off my chest. But as we were talking about home runs, um, that's kind of the the theme of today's today's episode. Uh, the Nats prospect yesterday, Luis Garcia, the number two prospect in the Nats system. He became the first MLB player born in the 2000s to hit a home run at the big league level. He went deep in the second inning off of Tuki Toussaint, giving the Nats an early two-run lead. He's 20 years old and 93 days. 20 years and 93 days old. He was born May 16, 2000. First 2000s baby to homer in the big league. So if, if you want to feel old, there you go. Um, Luis Garcia will, will be the answer to that trivia question if you ever asked it down the line. 
I do actually vividly remember when Stalin Castro became the first player born in the 1990s to hit a home run in 2010. I, I do remember this one. I remember watching that. Um, he was the first player in, in the 1990s to make his major league debut. First player born in the 1990s to Homer. And then now you're seeing Luis Garcia. He's not the first. Luis Garcia is not the first 2000s kid to debut. That was actually uh, Elvis Luciano. I believe that was last year. Pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. But Luis Garcia is the first player to hit a home run. So there is some trivia for you that, I mean, uh, facts like that usually stick around. Like the Solon Castro one is, is always a fun one people like to talk about. So in case you're interested, there you go. Uh, also homering in this game was Juan Soto. Um, I also noticed that uh, Juan Soto and Luis Garcia actually do have very similar swings. Both left-handed hitters uh, on the Nationals. Interesting. If Luis Garcia becomes the next Juan Soto, Washington's going to be set for a long time. But needless to say, the Braves did win this game thanks to a Dansby Swanson walk-off home run. So they win this game by a score of 7-6. to six. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Cano hit two home runs yesterday in a win. Pete Alonso hit two home runs yesterday in a win. Uh, Luke Voigt hit two home runs yesterday as the Yankees swept the Red Sox. Um, Yankees have won 10 consecutive games against Boston. First time they've done that dating back to 1953. They're rolling right now. The Red Sox are... are are tumbling. Rollis Chapman made his season debut yesterday looking yoked. This dude has been in the gym. He's absolutely just been in the gym um, this whole time he's been sidelined and uh, he made his season debut. And um, yeah, he he was showing triple digits, um, firing six pitches at 100 miles an hour or greater. So he was looking back to normal. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.